Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker, and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights, and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hi, Gavin here. Welcome back to the Business Mastermind Podcast. We all know that we need to be fit and healthy and that energy and vitality will sort of positively impact our life, our work and our business and our uh, family life, etc. But I don't know if you, like me, are just a little bit tired of seeing the messaging from fit pros that say that in order to be fit and healthy and give of your best in the world to your family, to your business, you need to be ripped. You need to have a BMI, you know, body uh, percent, fat percentage of 10, 11% and you need to have a six pack. <sighs> doesn't do it for me Uh, you know what I want to be fit and healthy and I know many people listening to this will be but do I really want to go to the extent of a six-pack not for me but Ashley is brilliant Ashley Bishop who we're going to be talking to now he's so down to earth he's so pragmatic he's so real world and he shares five key tips around that simple things that we can do that we can just easily fit into our day-to-day lives that will improve our energy our vitality our health and fitness so right into my conversation now with Ashley Bishop. Hi, welcome back to the Business Mastermind podcast. Gavin here and today we are with Ashley. Ashley, welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast and first of all, introduce you, you your background, um, the work you do and let listeners know a little bit about you. Well, Gavin, first of all, thank you for having me. It's, it's great to be here. So, I've been in the health and fitness world for 16 years now. Uh, time flies when you have fun. And I spend my days working with very successful business owners that have sacrificed themselves. They've been that sacrificial lamb to, to create that successful business. Because I think we can both agree we've been there you know, to create, to build, to scale that business. It takes a lot of time, effort, and energy, and that personal sacrifice. Um, so we're sort of head down, pushing forwards, doing what needs to be done. And we then, when we start to come to the other side, it's normally three to five years for most people where we've sort of, we've grown, we've developed the business, we've, we've got then staff to sort of take over some jobs. We just start sort of getting our head above water. We take that deep breath. And then we, we go, oh my goodness, I feel awful. You know, I'm not happy with how I look. I feel awful. My get up and go has gotten up and run off without me. And... I just feel there. Um, and that's where I then step in. Um, so I spend my days optimizing the health of business owners. So they can lose the unwanted body fat they put on. They can tap into all day long energy. And as well as having the, the mental ability to perform at their very best um, across every area of their lives. And where do you start? I start uh, with my clients. We, we go through a 28-day process, what I call the, the health accelerator process. Um, and this is just focusing on some of the real basics. Um, so things like getting your hydration back to where it needs to be. Hydration has a huge positive impact on how you feel and how you, you mentally function. In fact, when we're, um, to briefly touch on this now, when we're dehydrated by just... Now, this is a really small 
um, percentage. A lot of people that I speak to would probably fall into the chronically dehydrated category um, where they're relying on caffeinated drinks, energy drinks, things like this to get them through the day. So they're chronically dehydrated. But if you're just that few percent dehydrated, your, your mental performance, your, your productivity, your output, whatever word best suits you, can be reduced by 10 to 20 percent. Wow. Which is huge. You so know, when you look what at does that guy, look like? What would it what would that look like? How little would it take for you to be four percent dehydrated? Uh, well, literally, most people, if you're relying on caffeinated drinks, you know, if you're having four, that's it. Everyone, whenever we talk about water, everyone suddenly grabs a bottle and takes a big drink. Um, for sure, if you're predominantly drinking caffeine through the day. If you're having six to twelve cups of a caffeinated drink a day, maybe some alcohol in the evening, maybe an energy drink. Some people do rely on energy drinks, and you then you rely on your water consumption from that, from tea, coffee, and everything like that you're probably going to be um, more than that sort of few percent dehydrated. You might not be chronically dehydrated, um, but you're going to be on your way. So just by, by building your hydration back up to where it should be. And the, what level should it be? What should we uh, be drinking? slightly different. All right. There, there are equations to work out how much you need, but uh, most women tend to typically be between sort of two and two and a half liters. Men tend to be normally around about three to three and a half liters a day. Some caffeine drinks uh, you can include in that. All right, I'm not going to I'm not going to dive into that by uh, debate if I get my words out um, on that. But if you're having three or four cups of a caffeinated drink per day, they count. You start going above that, you're getting that caffeine addiction that impacts your central nervous system. But yeah, just by building up your hydration, to most people is between two and three liters as a, a generic thing your output will increase on a daily basis. And when you start talking about 10 to 20%, well, it's a great percentage. But when you start saying that could be gaining an extra one to two hours a day. Well, if we just talk about your working week, that could be an extra five to 10 hours a week. Wow. That could be an extra 20 to 40 hours per month. And then, so that's significant. And almost counterintuitive, if you have an energy low, mid late afternoon some would reach to grab a coffee um i just down a pint of water or even two pints of water and it, that does a better job than than the coffee would have done it's it's just that mindset that we create you know we link that caffeine to that that energy buzz that energy high or even sugary uh, foods as well um or your uh, energy drinks we, oh, we get that and we get that instant buzz. You know, I get it. You get that instant buzz, but very quickly you then have that crash again. You know, very, very quickly, probably within 30 minutes, you're then, oh, you know, that, that, that sort of 2 to 3 p.m. energy crash. As you say, people reach for another caffeinated drink where actually you, you're spot on there. Grab a drink, whether it's, you know, half a pint, a pint, and that will actually, yes, all right, you may not get that instant satisfaction, that instant buzz but you'll then be able to get more done in the afternoon. And what I love about this, this is something quick and easy that's going to impact performance 
Uh, and it doesn't mean, you know, you've got, you, you've got to be um, sort of um, going to the gym several times every week. We'll get on yep. to that in a minute, I'm sure. But this is something quick and easy for everybody to just check in that are they drinking anywhere between, you know, two, two and a half, three and a half liters a day. Oh, Hugh, I mean, I, it's, it's the reason why it's the first thing that I do with any new client, because I call it, it's a quick win because your, your yeah, return yeah. on time investment you know, obviously when, you know, you talk to me about business coaches and business, well, you know, the return on investment, blah, blah, blah. The return on your time investment from getting hydrated, it's phenomenal. I say, how would you like an extra 20 to 40 hours a month? So let's just push this a little bit further. Some people will, I, for example, I'll have a coffee in the morning and I'll have a coffee after lunch. Uh, some people, my wife cannot even function in the morning until she's had at least her first yeah. coffee. If you, instead of coffee at that stage in the morning, drank a litre of water, would that have a bigger impact on your alertness than having that kickstart coffee? Yeah. Oh, hugely. Don't wrong, I don't want to demonise coffee or anything like that. There's a lot of uh, research or positive uh, benefits from having a caffeinated drink. Um, it, it does have that positive impact when you're having you know, two, maybe four cups of coffee a day. Um, it's when you start having the, the excess consumption. I mean, let's let's face it. If you're having one coffee first thing in the morning, then the water you're having that 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 counts towards your hydration. Sure, sure. So yeah, if you're having two to four cups a day, then it's not going to have a negative impact. The one thing that I would suggest is is having that consumption of caffeine earlier on during the day. Yeah, because yeah. Because it does take up to eight hours, depending upon the strength of the the coffee, how much you, you're putting into your mug, whatever. Yeah. There is that that those factors there but typically it takes around about eight hours to get the caffeine out of your system i, I personally wouldn't have one after two o'clock because i know that i normally, I normally have my third coffee with my lunch and then yeah. that's that's, that's it, it. Today. that's it done okay so after hydration where do you go to next ashley well i love um i take a, a real holistic approach to health all right because diet and exercise alone are great but you just do those two things and that's just like papering over the cracks. You know, we need to look at other areas of your life as well, um, including your mental well-being. So for me, step two is then spending um, a few minutes in the morning focusing on the day ahead. So I mean, I with my my clients. So that's planning, so I, planning, planning out your day. Or what yeah. Means? Well, for me, uh, I give my clients a, a three-step strategy, um, which takes six minutes. The first two minutes is just focused breathing, getting oxygen into the body you know the the body craves a phenomenal amount of oxygen the brain needs a lot of oxygen to to function at its best and, and when we think about this as well you could go your entire life without ever exercising you could go for quite a sustained period of time many many days without ever eating how many minutes can you go without breathing it's less than three isn't it yeah yeah. So we need a lot of oxygen and actually getting the body oxygenated is one of the best ways to, to really engage your brain, get your sort of brain firing off all cylinders. So for the first two minutes, it's just really focused breathing. Uh, and I love what's called, what's known as box breathing. I was going to ask you if you, yeah, yeah. Nasal breathing, four seconds in, hold for four seconds, four seconds out, hold for four seconds. And you're then, you start getting completely uh, consumed by the process of breathing. You know, that's all you're thinking about. You're counting, you're thinking about the oxygen going in, you're thinking about holding it in the lungs, you're thinking about bringing it out. 
So two minutes, and this is really going to sort of get you tapped in, get you mentally in the right headspace to have a very, very successful productive day. The next two minutes is then focused on your goals. Now, of course, the goals of my clients, you know, that will be, um, it's not necessarily the, the specific result of I want to lose X amount of pounds, I want to be able to run five kilometers, that kind of stuff. It's the what habits are we working towards. So again, focusing, um, drinking enough water, doing my exercise, focusing on the foods that I'm eating and everything like that. And then the final two minutes, we then do shift to just planning out the day ahead, you know, setting your intentions for the day ahead. So you go into, so you're starting your day knowing what you're going to be doing. You know, so many people, especially when they're not conscious of their, their health and well-being, you know, fall out of bed you know, and before their feet have even touched the floor, their head's all over the place. They're spinning all these plates, you know, steam coming out there is because I've got so many jobs to do. You know, you, you're kind of setting yourself up for that stressful, unproductive day. So just six minutes first thing in the morning, just to get yourself sort of physically and mentally primed for the day ahead. Great. I love that. Really important. So we've got hydration, you're six minutes in the morning, getting your head in the right space and doing yeah. your breathing. Yeah. And then what comes next? Uh, and then let's talk about a physical exercise. That's kind of a mental workout, isn't it? Let's talk about the physical workout. And um, for me, the, the clients I work with are looking to become sort of fit for purpose. You know, they're not looking to get all oiled up, put on. Um, you know, I love that distinction. Sorry for interrupting you, but that you, in your area of expertise you're the first person that for me that's got a really pragmatic view around this about fit for purpose you. most people say come on let's get you rich yeah you want to you know you, you get rid of your dad bod and the result yeah. of getting rid of your dad bod is therefore that you've got down to 12 or 15 you know 12 percent body fat and you're ripped yeah. again i personally don't want a six i just no. I, I don't want i'm not bothered about a six pack i, I haven't got one i'm not right. interested um, I've done. I've been there. You know, I'm. I, I've always been the guinea pig. You know, it, for me, it's I go first. Of you course. Know, anything I ask my clients to do, I've done it first. Um, so I've done the whole. I've got to sub ten percent body fat. You know, I've had the eight pack, and I, I hated it. It wasn't sustainable. It wasn't enjoyable. Life was quite boring. All right. Um, so for me, it's about being fit for purpose. I love that. You know, whatever yeah. that is for you. Now, some people go, actually, I want to be able to run five kilometers. I love, personally, I love running. You know, yeah. I run twice a week, 5K. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, it's not a world-class time. It's more for the enjoyment factor. But it's about becoming fit for purpose. It's not about, you know, getting ripped so you could put on um, swimwear or, you know, put on the creosote and stand up prancing around on the stage. If that's for you, I'm, I'm not the right person to work with, by the way. Sure. Um, so becoming fit for purpose, for me, there's – that comes down to three key areas that we have to work upon. The first area is strength, so physical strength. So twice a week, my clients will then do a strength training routine. So this is where they'd use maybe their body weight, resistance bands, um, dumbbells. Great. Another All of time, which can be done at home. Yeah, I'm going to round off with that one. Don't worry. Then we look at the cardiovascular fitness as well. Very, very important. But again, not looking to you know get you running a marathon, but your cardiovascular fit fitness is, is very, very important. And finally, the last one is their mobility and flexibility. A lot of my clients, and this might, might resonate, spend a lot of time sitting down on their bottom. All that's happening here, you're getting tight joints, tight muscles, tight hip flexors. This tends to lead to pain and discomfort. 
So we then do twice a week uh, two mobility routines, which is a combination of dynamic stretching and yoga and stuff like that. The key thing for me, exercise doesn't take up a lot of your, your week. And for me, one of the biggest obstacles I used to hear from people I chat to is, I don't have time to go to the gym, you know, it's 20 minutes away, and then by the time I'm there, I've done a work, I've done an hour's workout, had a shower, you know, that's two hours of my, my day gone, three times, I haven't got time for, you know, six hours a week to exercise, I'm busy. You know, so the, the obstacles are being piled in the way for exercise. We do it at home, 18 minutes a day. That's what, that's what we work towards. I love it. 18 minutes a day. And yes, you know, I encourage my clients to then invest in either resistance bands, which are under 20 pounds, mm-hmm. realistically, um, or some what are called adjustable dumbbells. They're fantastic. I love them because they're space saving. It's like five dumbbells in one. And a pair of those is in 120 pounds, roughly. So it's not a huge investment when we're talking about lifelong habits. And if you invest that 18, 20 minutes a day, in terms of health and energy, yeah. you're going to get a bigger return on spending that 20 minutes doing the exercise and getting your head in the right place and, and doing your breathing, et cetera, than you are 20 minutes of extra sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a man after my own heart. I, I'd love, I love solutions or formulas that are down to earth and pragmatic that take into account the real world. And I, I think in my view, um, a lot of um, people in the fitness industry believe that the goal, the desire is, is to have this, you know, beach ready body. And if your your presupposition or your context behind, behind your work is let's get you fit for purpose so that you have got the energy for your business, the energy for your hobbies and and for your family, then fantastic. That's That's what you need. Yeah. It's, I think people, and this is something that the health, I, I, I can be quite critical of the health and fitness world. I think we've created uh, a monster which actually doesn't help a lot of people because of that exact thing. You know, most people don't want to be ripped. They don't want to have, you know, they want to be comfortable in their own skin. And you say, be, as I call it, fit for purpose. Um, so for me, and, and I'm someone, by the way, I don't love exercise. People find this hilarious when I tell really? I don't love exercise. I value exercise. I know the benefits of exercise. I know how it positively impacts my life, but I don't want to be exercising for hours and hours and minutes. It's got to fit into my lifestyle too. And I have a busy lifestyle. I've got a, you know, I've got the successful business. I've got a young family. I don't have matters of spare time, but you know what? I can get up and dedicate the first 30 minutes of my morning. That that morning uh, mental, uh, that morning sort of mental workout. And then the, the physical workout. I love this. So none of this, oh, I've got to get up at 5 a.m. And, and all that stuff. It's like I, I can roll out of bed at 6 in the morning. Um, my two young boys are normally up between sort of 6 and 6.45. So I've, I've done all that first thing, and I'm, I'm ready for the day ahead. So what about nutrition, diet? Yeah, I mean, nutrition is a minefield, um, and it, there are many, many, many steps to nutrition. Um, for me, uh, the best place to start is – just looking at your plate and asking yourself, am I eating enough protein? I mean, look, we, we could spend hours talking about nutrition, so it's just a sort of a, a couple of things that I want to touch on here. But, but nutrition is, is a key thing. Uh, it has a huge impact on how you feel. It 
works on recovery and development of the body. Protein, and of course, people say, well, what's protein? You know, again, a lot of health pros start, you know, racing on this. Protein is things like meat, lean meats, fish, dairy, eggs, things like that. A lot of people are scared of protein because they think it's going to make them big and muscly. You know, suddenly they're going to turn to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or well, spike cholesterol. Yeah, exactly. Where actually it's, yes, if you were eating a phenomenal amount of protein, you know, if you're eating 10, 12 chicken breasts a day, then yes, it will. All right. But that's not what we're looking at here. But getting enough amount of protein is key because it plays a huge role in the body to develop and progress to then uh, for bone strength and everything like that. But also protein is actually out of what we call the, the, the macronutrients being protein, carbohydrates and fats. It's the one that keeps you feeling fuller for longer. Right. So actually by having a good amount of protein present with, with every meal can keep you feeling fuller for longer. Great. You also get more energy, which is yeah, great yeah. because we need lots of energy because we're busy people. Yeah, but yeah. it keeps us feeling fuller for longer, so it reduces unneeded stacking. Great. And for someone that's trying to lose unwanted body fat, whatever way we cut it, you've got to consume less calories. Mm -hmm. You have to be in what we call a calorie deficit, which is where you're consuming less calories than you're using. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's that simple. And what's your view on it's intermittent fasting? So you have your evening meals, say, 7 o'clock at night, and you don't eat till. I don't know, 11 o'clock the next morning. It's a polarizing debate. Oh, it's huge. And again, I don't think we could, we're not going to dive into that fully in, in, into this, this podcast today. For me, actually, intermittent fasting is one of the, one of the first steps in my, my 28-day process with my clients. That's something that we implement uh, alongside with obviously eating more protein. Because as we kind of segued into this nicely. Thank you very much for that question. Because when we're talking about losing weight and, and gaining more energy, as you said, it's a, a calorie deficit. And if you're knocking breakfast on the head, you very quickly and very easily put yourself into a calorie deficit. Because most people that have you know, uh, cereal or toast for breakfast, very high in calories, not a lot of essential nutrients going on there. Um, so you're probably having four or 500 calories in a breakfast. Well, suddenly you just knock that on the head. Even before we talk about the other benefits of intermittent fasting, that's a pound a week of fat you're gonna burn just by knocking breakfast on the head. Just like that. And right. of course the other great thing, because we're then looking at doing some mental and physical exercise first thing in the morning, you're gaining a little bit of time back because you're not having breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A win all round. Yeah. So hydration, for time to focus on your day ahead, yeah. fit for purpose, physical workout. And then from a nutrition point of view, we're talking about enough protein and um, whilst we're not going to go into it in more detail, but intermittent fasting, yeah. um, you know, you put that across, articulated that in such uh, an accessible way. Cause what, what most people, you know, you can talk to um, a fit pro and they're saying, right, okay, so it's five PT sessions a week. You're counting all your macros on... Um, uh, I think it's better. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I just couldn't, couldn't bring it to mind. So you read my... Uh, you helped me there on that recall. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're counting all your macros on my fitness part. And it just seems 
too oppressive. It's boring. Um, yeah, it is. I, you know, and let's face it, you might want the tight the takeaway at the weekend because you've worked all or you've worked hard or whatever. So th- this to me is just and I, what I wanted was a short, punchy, practical sort of. Um, injection of common sense and health at the same time in this conversation so hydration focus on your day ahead physical workout nutrition um if there was anything else that you would work on in that process that's it that's literally that's 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 my 28 day process now most people in that time will uh, they'll ditch the that afternoon energy level you know so they'll power through the big thing that i hear time time is actually it's 10 o'clock at night and i've still got energy yeah can I ask no, you one question? To... Actually, I'm still, I'm still on, you know, I'm still on it, you know. I'm, yeah, yeah. I've can still I, got I... it, and it's that most people will then typically, from a, a weight perspective, because we, lo- you know, people, however much I take the holistic approach, and I look at the big picture stuff, because no one wants weight loss. It's what that allows them to. to the one thing that we haven't spoken about is, um, and often in deficit in very busy people, is sleep. Mm. Yeah. So what what's your what's your view around sleep? And I know everybody needs slightly yeah. different, but and I'm hearing now more and more people saying that they're really aiming for eight hours sleep, yeah. and I, and and I don't get eight hours sleep. I, I actually probably it, most people is somewhere between six and eight hours. Um, sleep, I I dive into in a lot more detail than in my my main program. Um, what I call the, the five-month mind-body mastery program. Um, because sleep, it, it's a, it does play a huge role in how you feel. Because let's face it, if you, um, in the evening, you're stressed out, you're trying to chill yourself out by binge-watching Netflix, you then stay up till midnight, one o'clock in the morning, um, and then you crawl up to, to bed, and then it's really poor quality sleep because your head's still running around at a million miles an hour, thinking about all these different things you've got to do the next day. Then in the morning, your alarm goes off, you're like, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, off we go then. Where's my first cup of coffee? Yeah. It, it's a lack of quality sleep has a huge negative impact on your your physical health and mental well-being. But everyone's different, you know. And and we have strategies to uh, get you. The biggest thing, right? Most people go to bed and they're wired. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still thinking about this is everything I've got to get done tomorrow. This, you know, their head's all over the place and expect to get a good night's sleep. The thing is, you're not. You know, you've you've got to chill out. You've got to reduce the stress within the body before you go to bed. You know, just we, we're just touching it now because you brought it up. You know, most people need around about thirty minutes before they go to bed of chill out time. You know, this is no work emails. This is no social media. Uh, realistically no no you know uh, the minimum amount of technology going on possible so you know turn the telly off yeah have a conversation with those people in the room with you yeah. i know it sounds novel Go right bed, yeah. speak to the people <laughs> in the room with you rather yeah. than the, you yeah. know people that are scattered around the world on social media yeah um my wife loves to do jigsaw puzzles uh, i love to play with the boys lego Ace. before we go to bed um but you've got to you know, to get a good quality night's sleep you've got to you know, you've got to chill yourself out before you go to bed. Um, so, yeah, everyone is slightly different. It could be six hours. It could be eight hours. You, you kind of have to test. It's trial and error and find that sweet spot. But when you get enough good quality sleep at night, and, again, it, it isn't about quantity. It's about quality. You get six hours quality sleep, and you wake up in the morning, and you feel great. You know, you, you've got you get up and go back. Then you do the work that needs to be done. 
you know, so many people shoot themselves in the foot to have a bad night's sleep and get up and go, oh, I can't be bothered, bring the coffee, can't be bothered to work out, I'm too tired, and I've got up late, so I haven't got time to do it anyway. And their head's racing around like a million, you know, they're setting themselves up for, for a fall, realistically. Ashley, I love this. So if, if people want to find out more about Ashley Bishop, Ashley Bishop Health, how do they do that? Um, well, you can either, I, I spend time on LinkedIn and Facebook and it is just Ashley Bishop. Um, that's where I put out most of my, my content. Um, or there is my website. It is just being finished. It's just been revamped. So it's missing a few little parts, but it is there, which is ashleybishophealth.co.uk. Um, there's loads more information on there. There's some blogs going on there today. And also, hopefully by the end of this week, my, my amazing designer, he's uh, working really hard. He hates me, by the way, because I literally said, oh, just thought about this. Oh, just thought about that. Can you do this? Can you do that? When do you need it by? Yesterday. Uh, there is, hopefully by the end of the week, a, a health and performance audit, um, which is a set of 40 questions which really gives us a, a good idea about what's going on with your, your physical health and mental well-being. Uh, and then when you do that, you then get a, a, a PDF um, guide, which gives you then more information on the things you could be doing to, to improve your health, sort of get a better score, um, or of course, potentially have a conversation with me about working together. Ashley, thank you so much. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much, Ashley. You know, Ashley's a man after my own heart, down to earth, real world, pragmatic. And that's what I love about what he suggests. You know, there's five key areas, hydration, you know, anywhere between sort of two to three and a half litres of water a day, depending whether you're female or male. Um, second is focus on your day ahead, um, focusing on your breathing, your goals and planning your day ahead. Third one is a physical workout, but fit for purpose. That's just such a key distinction breaking that down between strength, cardiovascular mobility. Fourth one is um, nutrition, predominantly, you know, enough about protein, intermittent fasting. And then the fifth one, 30 minutes pre-sleep to chill out um, for chill out time, no phone or TV. Really good value, pragmatic, down-to-worth, real-world suggestions that you can implement to improve your health, fitness, and vitality.